0: Welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today, we continue on a journey through a powerful series called God's Amazing Promises. In the upcoming lessons, you'll discover some of the most profound promises that God has made to you. And these promises are not mere words. They are keys to a renewed life, inner peace, and a hopeful future. But before we get started, we want to let you know that very generous friends of the ministry are offering a $100,000 matching grant. That means every dollar you give right now to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus around the world will be matched up to $100,000, making your gift go twice as far. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called God's Promises About Giving.
1: You know, I remember one time I was out on the patio after service and, and a guy came up to me after a message that I taught on tithing. And he came up to me. And he said, "Pastor Rick, uh, tithing didn't work for me. I, I saw no return on it." I said, "Well, when did you start?" He said, "Last Sunday." <laughs> Last Sunday. You know, that's not like a season away. God says, "Have you developed a habit of being generous?" I want to see if you've developed this habit. Before I'm not interested in playing games with you. Now let me just pause right here and share my personal testimony. I learned generosity at a very early age. As a child, my parents gave me three little envelopes and later three little piggy banks. And they would give, if my allowance was three dimes or three nickels or three quarters, and then later it was three dollars as I got older, one envelope was marked tithing, one envelope was marked saving, and one envelope was marked spending. And if I got that money, I was taught from an early age you don't get to go out and just spend it all on yourself. you have to learn to save you need to pay pay God first that's tithing okay then you pay yourself second that's saving and then you uh, you you, uh, you spend spend the rest. but if you're not paying God first and if you're not paying yourself second, you're not saving anything you're not getting God's blessing in your life you're going to be in constant debt all your life. So I learned easy. Now obviously, when I had was making three dollars and one dollar went to tithing, one to saving, one to spending, I was actually tithing 33%, not 10%. But I've tithed all my life and God has blessed me. Then when I got to college, I started learning how to give in faith. And I remember a specific time when I had a $500 college bill and I also owed a friend $10 for gas that he'd loaned me and I only had $50 in the bank, and I knew that that $50 was not gonna pay my $500 college bill or the $10 uh, that I owed owed a friend. So I remember reading the verse that talked about, give and it will be given to you, and I read the verse about uh, sow and reap, and I read all of these promises you talked about. So I went and I withdrew that $50 out of the bank, and I decided that I was gonna give it to the American Bible Society. Why I chose them, I don't know but I just thought they're they're creating Bibles to give away to people around the world. So I I sent the $50 donation to the American Bible Society, and I sent a little handwritten note said, you know, I'm a starving college student, and I've got a couple bills, but this money wasn't going to pay off that bill, so I thought I may as well give it away. And I'm trusting God to keep his promises of give, and it will be given unto you. And if anybody happens to read this letter, would you pray for this college student? You know it was about a month later that I got invited to speak at, at a at a church uh up in uh in downtown l a and I spoke a Friday night and a Saturday night and a Sunday morning and a Sunday night to their youth group and when we finished that night, the pastor of that church uh stood up and said, "Well, we're going to take a, a a love offering for this young man Rick Warren, and I'm going oh." Terrific, because I wasn't planning on getting anything anything out of it. I was just doing it because I I wanted the experience and I cared about the kids there. And so they took up an offering and he put it in an envelope, uh, or actually gave me a check. And when I got back to, to my college dorm, I opened it up and it was $565, which meant I had $500 to pay off the college bill, $10 to pay back to my friend, and $55 to pay the tithe on the gift. You think that made a believer of me, of giving in faith? You see, you can give by reason or you can give by revelation. When you give by reason, you look at your bank account and go, what can I afford to give? Anybody can give by reason. You don't even have to be a believer. You don't have to be a Christian. Takes no faith to give by reason. This is how much I've got. This is what I can afford to give. But to give by revelation is go, God, how much do you want to give through me? How much do you want to give through? This is a test of faith. And many, many times, time after time, I've now done this literally hundreds of times where we would pray, and I would pray, and God would give us a number to give that was so astronomical, we thought, we don't have that to give. I remember in one of the early building programs of a Saddleback Church, we committed to give an amount that was equal to my entire salary for three years. And I thought, how are we going to live for three years without my salary? But that's what we, God t- calls good. And in a miraculous way, God took care of that need and, uh, and, and met my needs. And he's done it so many times. I do it without thinking now. I know that God keeps his promises about giving. And so when Kay and I got married, we started tithing. Tithe means 10%, we started giving 10% to God. At the end of the first year, we raised our giving to 11%. At the end of our second year, we raised our giving to 12%. At the end of our third year, we raised our giving 3%. So we were now given 15%. Now, why did we do this? I mean, we didn't tell anybody about it for nearly 30 years. So we weren't, clearly weren't showing off. We weren't trying to impress God or to impress anybody. We didn't tell anybody about it for years and years and years. Uh, but every time I give, it breaks the grip of materialism in my life. Every time I give, my heart grows bigger. Every time I give, I become more like Jesus. And I want to be that way. So every year we would increase our giving to the Lord. And um, there were times when the cupboard was bare and and the year was real tight and tough, but we'd still raise our giving like a quarter of a percent because we always wanted to give more the last year. And on other years when we had like uh, uh, you know uh, I wrote a book or I got a, uh, a salary raise or something like that, we we would raise our giving four or five percent. And till finally now, for many years, for the last at least fifteen years, K and I have given away ninety-one percent and live on nine percent. And you know, uh, people often ask me, why do you think God chose you to write a book, Purpose Driven Life, that has now sold in all of its editions over 50 million copies? And one of the things I know is because he knew what I'd do with the money. He knew we wouldn't spend it on ourselves. I had a nearly 30 year track record of giving when we didn't have the money, when the cupboard was bare, when I was driving a, a, tr- a, a car that I bought for $500 over in Leisure World instead of buying a new car so we could give more. And, and the times that we said we didn't buy that TV because we wanted to give more. And God knew that I had a track record that he could trust me with all that money. Now, let me give you one more that uh, uh, promises that God has made. And it is this, God promises that my giving is stored up in heaven. This is a big, big thing. God promises that when I give, I'm not actually giving it away; that God is actually storing it up in heaven. Let me show you some verses about this. First Timothy chapter six, verse 18 and 19 says this. Use your money to do good. Use your money to do good and give generously always being ready to share with others whatever God has given you. Okay, can you do that? That's the premise of the promise. Always be ready to give generously, always be ready to share with others whatever God's given you. Here's the the promise. By doing this, you will be storing up real treasure for yourselves. He's talking about in heaven. It is the only safe investment for eternity. Now, I want you to circle two words, for yourselves. It says you'll be storing up real treasure for yourself. God says that when you give to God or you give to somebody in need, you're storing up treasure for yourself and there's nothing wrong with that. And where are you storing up for yourself? In heaven. Circle that treasure for yourself, treasure for yourself. What is that? Well, we know that God has set up a bank account for you in heaven. And he says you can store up treasure for yourself in that bank account. How do you do that? By giving it away.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com.
2: Every year, people tell us how much they benefit from the Bible verses found in the Daily Hope prayer journal. So, for the very first time, Pastor Rick created a special Scripture card set with 52 life-changing verses found in this year's prayer journal. These verses will encourage you in difficult times and help you experience the peace you can only find in Jesus. This set of beautifully designed cards will help you memorize Scripture so you can recall God's Word when you need it most. You can also use them to minister to others. Give one to a friend and write a personalized note of encouragement on the back. If a scripture really speaks to you, frame it. Put them in places where you can read them during the day for encouragement. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to a world in need, we'll send you the Experiencing God's Peace scripture card set to say thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to get your copy of Experiencing God's Peace Scripture Card Set. And all this month, any gift you give will be matched by very generous friends up to $100,000. This matching grant is only available until midnight, December 31st. So please contact us today. Again, that's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support.
0: Once again, here's Rick.
1: How do we know that God has a bank account for you in heaven? Because Jesus mentioned it five times. Five times. Anytime God mentions something five times, he's saying, I want you to get the message. Jesus uses the phrase, store up treasure in heaven. Five times. I want to suggest to you that more important than your retirement account on earth is you need to start thinking about your eternal bank account in heaven because that one's got to last trillions and trillions of years, whereas your you know, your retirement account, it may be just a few years. You say, well, Rick, how do I fund that eternal investment? How do I store up treasure in heaven? Well, you can't take it with you, but you can send it on ahead through giving. And Jesus tells us this way. Luke chapter 16, verse 9. Jesus says, use your worldly wealth, your worldly resources, to benefit others and make friends. He's talking about eternal friends. Make friends in heaven. In this way, your generosity stores up a reward for you in heaven. Now, wait a minute. Let's look at that verse again. Go back and look at that. It says, use your worldly resources to benefit others. Got that part and use it to make eternal friends. What does that mean? It means when you invest in people who are going there, that when if you use money to help people come to Christ, if you use pe- money to be converted, if you use funds to help like Daily Hope or any of our outreaches, you're actually making an investment in eternity. Any money that you give away You're actually investing in eternity. And he says, when you invest in other people, when you help people come to Christ, they're gonna go to heaven. And when you get to heaven, can you imagine a bunch of people coming up to you and say, thank you, I'm here because of you. I'm here because you gave to support Daily Hope Radio Program or any other ministry or outreach that's doing a good job. God says, people will say to you, I'm your friend for eternity. Thank you for caring for me. As I said, you can't take it with you, but you can send it on ahead. Now, let's review these nine promises of God. The premise is this. If I put God first in my money, first by tithing 10% back to him, the first 10% goes back to God, and I start learning to be generous with my money with others and investing it in good things and helping people come to Christ, help people grow, then I can count on God to do these nine things. God promises that if I learn to be generous, good things will happen to me and he'll bless me. Number two, my children will be blessed. I don't just get blessed, they do, next generation. He will bless my work and my business. He will make it profitable. Number four, I will be happier. God says it's a promise, you will be happier when you learn to be generous. Number five, my influence will increase. Your, your world grows larger and larger. Number six, I will end up with more. You can't outgive God. Number seven, God will meet all my needs. Number eight, God will multiply whatever I give to him, like the seed. And number nine, my giving is actually being stored up in heaven as a bank account in treasure in heaven for me to use when I get there. So really, it just comes down to this. Do I believe these promises? Really, it, it just comes down to: do, do I really trust God to keep His promises? You see, you only actually believe the part of the Bible you actually do. And so, if you say, "Well, I believe the Bible," but God's given you all these promises and you're not tithing or you're not you're not being generous, you don't really believe the promises of God. Now, why would you believe God and trust Him enough to save you, but you wouldn't believe and trust Him enough for all the other things He's promised? That doesn't make sense. You say, okay, well, if I really want to trust God, what's my starting point? Well, my starting point is, as I said, tithing. God says over and over again that if I make $10, right off the top, the first t- uh, dollar goes back to him. It's called tithing. Tithing means a tenth. It's not 1%. It's not 5%. Tithing means 10%. If you're not, you're not tithing, The first part of your income back to God, that's where you need to start with generosity. Because you're not, you can't be generous if you're robbing from God. You know that at least 10 times in scripture, God says, the first part of everything you make belongs to me. The tithe is mine. It's holy to me. And you're not, God says, you're not to use my part uh, uh, of the income I give you on yourself. You can use the other 90% but he says, if you use my part on yourself, you're cheating me. God gets really specific about this in the book of Malachi, and he actually starts negative, and then he goes positive. He he starts actually with a rebuke of his people for not trusting him and for not tithing, and then he challenges us with a promise of reward. Let's wrap it up with this verse. Malachi 3, 8 to 12 says this. This is God talking is it right to rob God? Pretty important question. God says, is it right to rob me? Yet you are robbing me, says the Lord. But you ask, how are we robbing you? And God answers, by not returning your tithes and offerings. He says, you're using my money on yourself. Bring your whole tithe, that's the whole 10%, into my storehouse. Notice where he brings it. It's an act of worship given as an act of worship at the house of worship. Bring your tithe, my store. Giving to a charity is not tithing. Giving to your sister in need is not tithing. Bring your tithe into my storehouse. It's undesignated giving. He said that there may be food in my house. Now notice, he says, test me in this. I call this the Pepsi challenge verse. This is the only place in the Bible where God says you can prove he exists. He says, test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there's not enough room for you to store it. That's like pressed down, fully measured, running over into your lap. See if I won't throw open the floodgates of heaven. Here's the reward. The rebuke was, you're not tithing. The reward is, test me. Try it. You like it. See it. See if, see if you throw open the floodgates of heaven. Pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room for you to store it. And then he says, then God says, I will prevent the pests from devouring your crops. Did you know that any money you don't give back to God in tithe, God allows other things to take? They're pests in your life. And it can be everything from the refrigerator breaking down to the car needing repairs and on and on. God allows that because you're not going to spend my money. I'm, gonna, I'm You're going to have to give it away. Now, why is tithing so important to your spiritual growth? Well, because first place, it unlocks all these promises we've looked at. Deuteronomy 14 23 on the screen says this, the purpose of tithing is to teach you to always put God first in your lives. If you're not tithing, God is not first in your life. Show me your calendar, show me your money, and I'll show you what's first in your life. He says we give the first part of our income on the first day of the week. Another thing is that tithing draws us closer to God. Jesus said, your heart will be wherever your treasure is. All right. Let's bow our heads for prayer. God, I know this is a scary uh, time for some people because they just have never trusted you and your promises. So help them realize that the same God who died for them and the same God who loves them and saves them and is going to keep his promise to take them to heaven is the same God who says, I'll do these nine things if you'll learn to be like me. If you'll learn to be as generous as I am. Now you pray. Say, God, I I want these promises in my life. Say, God, I want good things to happen to me. I want my children to be blessed. I want my work or business to be blessed. I want to be happier. Lord, I want my uh, influence to increase and I want to end up with more than I've got. And Lord, I want to trust you to meet all my needs. And I want to believe that you will multiply what I give you. And I want to trust that whatever I give in tithes and offerings and in charity, that my giving is being stored up in heaven. So today I commit or recommit to giving the first 10% back to you. I'm going to trust your promises. I'm going to believe your word. And I know that is pleasing to you. Lord, I can't do this on my own. So I need you to keep your promises. I'm going to test you. I'm going to accept your challenge to see if you won't bless me in return. And then it'll be a blessing that I can't even handle. Lord, I look forward to this in faith and in confidence and in expectation. If you've never invited Jesus into your heart, Jesus is the answer to all of our promises. Say, Jesus Christ, come into my heart and life and fill me with your love. I want to follow you the rest of my life. We humbly pray this prayer together in your name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We've got some incredible news to share with you. Very generous friends have given a $100,000 matching grant to this ministry. That means all this month, every dollar you give to help Daily Hope share the transforming love of Jesus with people around the world will be matched up to
1: $100,000. Here's Rick to tell you more. Did you know that today there's still almost 3,000 groups of people around the world that have no Bible, no believer in Christ, and no body of Christ, no church, over 3,000 of those small tribes? One of the reasons I started Daily Hope was to help bring this awareness to the world and raise the funds to get a Bible, a believer, and a body of Christ in these last 3,000 tribes. I call it the final frontier. These people not only need to hear about the love of Jesus, they need to grow up. They need to be discipled in their faith. Now, I admit, this is a big vision, but it's an important vision. It's a global vision. It's a timely vision, but every vision requires provision, and honestly, we wouldn't be able to even go after these tribes without your help, and that's why I can't fully express how much I appreciate your support for Daily Hope. When you give to this ministry, you're not only supporting this broadcast, but you're supporting our efforts to go to the final frontier, the final 3,000 tribes that have no Bible, no believer, and no body of Christ. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is I'm excited to share we have a generous couple who's offered a $100,000 matching grant gift to Daily Hope. What does that mean? It means any gift you give between now and the end of December will be doubled to match that amount. So I want to ask you to please prayerfully consider how you could give today to help us reach the final frontier of these tribes that have never heard the name of Christ in the coming year. Now, friends, even if you can't help us financially, I want to ask you to pray. Pray for us and pray these specific prayer requests, that I will faithfully teach God's Word in a way that blesses you and penetrates the hearts of people who don't know Christ. Pray for the Daily Hope team, that God will encourage them as they create all of our discipleship tools and materials which we want you to have to help you. And most of all, pray for these unreached tribes and groups of people who've never heard the name of Jesus. I'm praying for you, during uh, this Christmas season. Thank you so much for your generosity. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. You make it possible. Now, in
0: order to help get God's word out to the world, very generous friends have pledged a matching grant to Daily Hope. That means any gift you give will be doubled up to $100,000. This matching grant is only available until midnight on December 31st, so please contact us today. You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you the brand new Experiencing God's Peace scripture card set. Again, that's PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.